Hey, it's Brendan Tonetti, and you're listening to Music You're Missing. Before we get started, I want to tell you some helpful information, especially if you're an independent artist. Did you know that over 31% of Spotify listening time is spent on playlists? In spite of this, getting on real playlists today is harder than ever. And that's why I'm going to put you on to Playlister Club. It is home to the largest community of pre-vetted independent playlisters. There are over 70,000 playlists with a combined following count of 73 million followers. Using their unique data-driven discovery platform, Playlisters can discover music they actually enjoy, so you get more meaningful interactions for your music and more conversions to real, actual fans. There is no limit to how many interactions you can receive, and it's all just $40 per month. As a curator myself, the reason that I personally like this site is because the playing field is leveled. Pricing is the same for everyone, so there's there's no way that you can dish out like five grand to just get your music in front of people. The playing field is truly leveled. So stop submitting your music to these overcrowded inboxes and start getting your music to real ears today. Head over to playlister.club to sign up today. Again, that is playlister.club. And now I am so excited to bring you Troy Ogletree. Troy Ogletree, first of all, his name just sounds like he's destined for success, but he's an independent pop artist based in LA. Something I really like about Troy is his sound is super defined. His music is extremely catchy, even if the track's about something sad. And I just really appreciate his commitment to the pop genre. He's been doing this indie grind all by himself, yet he's amassed millions of streams, tens of thousands of followers, and he keeps a very authentic social media image, which I always can appreciate. My favorite tracks of his include his new single, Me You, which is streaming atop the music you're missing Spotify playlist right now. So when you're done listening to this episode, go check it out. Listen to it in your shower. It's a good one. <laughs> um, I've been connected with Troy for a little bit now online, and I feel like we're like going to connect super well. I've never met him, nor have I really ever spoke to him like with my words just online, but I feel like we're going to vibe. So I'm going to shut up and let's get Troy on the line. You know, I obviously make a lot of connections with people online, but I feel like I know you. Um, no, same. Every time I see y'all pop up on my TikTok, I'm like, yes, like it, I freaking love it. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that you're subject to our, our content and it's rather cringy. Um, but no, it's, <laughs> dude, honestly, you'll give me ideas because half the time, like, I don't freaking clue what to do on TikTok. <laughs> no, dude, and you know what? We have to talk about that eventually because I, I'm coming yeah. through discovery right now. I, I think I'm like done with TikTok, believe it or not dude i feel you like heavily that's been my biggest struggle for jesus like the past like a year and a half since it's been like imperative to making music i'm just like i don't know what to do on there that doesn't feel cringy or doesn't feel inauthentic or doesn't you know what i mean like that checks all those boxes but yeah we definitely have to get into that because i'm i am curious from like your point of view too all right, no, actually, no. Let's just do it. I have a question. Did you, did you see did you see Chelsea Cutler's um, Instagram post? No. Okay, because I saw like so many artists that I follow were responding it and reposting it, but basically she she posted this like notes app post, just mm-hmm. shitting on, but in a very respectful and like correct way, but like shitting on TikTok and how it's like change what it means to be an artist and in your job as an independent artist has changed and i saw that and i was like damn yeah dang i didn't see that i don't know how i missed that one but i i mean i completely agree it's like it it's it's 
to me, taken some of the creativity out of it, at least like I try not to go into a session being like, okay, what song could be good for TikTok or like yeah. what line would work? Like to me, that just completely takes you out of like what a song should be and like that natural feeling of just whatever comes to you. Um, but I also understand like it's kind of the most important marketing tool there is right now and it's free and it's like any, you know, anyone can blow up at any time, but like, it, uh, I don't even know how I don't like, yeah, and, and no, no one does. Yeah. And that's, that's the interesting part. Like it on, on that side of it to, to, you know, kind of appreciate it it is like it is really cool how it's it's blown a lot of really really great artists up and you know ty verdes and like you know people like that that just he he probably i'm sure he already had a decent following before that i'm actually not sure but like i mean i've become a fan of his since i mean (laughs) yeah i I honestly i am he probably did but i honestly have never heard of him nor do i know anyone that's ever heard of him you know if it weren't for tiktok yeah yeah, it's it's super interesting. Uh, but no, that Chelsea thing. I mean, I I do agree more than I more than I like support TikTok. I would say, I guess, like <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, and maybe I mean I made some like dumb post about it that probably got the like a hundred thirty views or something <laughs> on TikTok. But it was it was essentially like the, the commenting on that and being like, but maybe it's because I haven't blown up on TikTok. Like maybe because yeah. my song hasn't blown I, up. I know I, exactly what your post you're talking about. I was just doing yeah. a refresh on your TikTok and I do know I do know what you're talking about. But yeah, you're right. Like a lot of it, especially in pop and in your demographic, it that just kind of converted to like TikTok as the as the main method of discovery, I feel like, or even just yeah. the main method of having a, a shot. Um, which I get because it's so new, but it's also like it's not it's really proven that it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So what happens to the people that don't because I mean I mean your talent, like you have songwriting capabilities. That's what your talent is. You you don't have to have the, the talent to know how to make 60 second videos. Like you could right. be really ass at it, but that doesn't take away from the fact that you are, you know, a great artist and you would have uh, whatever, like blown up otherwise, if it, like if TikTok didn't exist. Right. No. And you, when you say that the like 60 second thing, that's, what's really interesting to me because it's like, okay, you can make a really cool snippet that grabs people's attention for 30 seconds, but can you turn that into a really good song turn that song into a really good EP into an album into a freaking career and I've like I felt like that sort of with this is kind of separate but with like the voice and things like that like so many like insanely talented people on that but like not to throw shade at it and even like I had a song that was cut on the voice which was amazing and the the artist is super talented but then it's like I don't know if it's the TV format and that's just a yeah. whole different. Now I'm just kind of rambling, but, um, no, but you're right though. It turns like a, it doesn't translate. You yeah. Know? And it, it turns in it. Uh, I, this is kind of getting abstract here, but it definitely turns it like a marketing demographic into a genre almost like I, there's the, when I was growing up, you know, pop, was represented like Jason Mraz and like like Alicia Keith like things like that they were older and they weren't so like I don't know what it is now yeah. um and it kind of I don't know discounts the pop genre and I'm a huge pop guy and I know you are as well um yeah. so that's why I, d- I just kind of wanted to to bring that post up but yeah sorry I won't uh, won't, get, <laughs> won't get too no, more dude. that's like I mean honestly I feel like that's the whole thing to talk about right now which I did it's it's like mind blowing, interesting, frustrating. Like it's like everything. it really is weird because normally when when things like emerge 
I, I can see, you know, how they could eventually fade or, you know, something else could take its place. But I don't yeah. I don't really see TikTok ever losing prominence. I mean, I think maybe as a yeah. consumer, because that narrative of like, oh, blew up on TikTok, it, it's kind of been done before. And I'm obviously I work in the industry, so maybe I right. grow old to it quickly. But as like other consumers, I wonder if that do they even care anymore? Like seeing someone right. have a, a song blow up because it's so normal. That's how you that's how music works now. So is it still marketable? Right. And is in that like adding on to that, it's like, is it? does it still feel special if you, if you discover a song on TikTok? like maybe it does, but that's, that's also what I've wondered from sort of like the audience point of view. Like, yeah. do you, I think that's when, when I struggle to make videos, I'm like, do people like, even though I'm, I'm being authentic, I'm like, do people just see through this because it's just clearly, it's like a music artist trying to promote their song. Like there's different ways to do it. But at the, at the end of the day, I think people have seen every like facet of <laughs> or like possible idea of like, yeah. Hey, this is pre save my song. This is my song, whatever. Like pretending you just wrote it when you for sure did not oh, yeah, like yeah. that all the way to and, like, but now people know that they like the, the comments are all people exposing them, but they also yeah, don't care. Like, I don't, it's a crazy thing. Right. And that, that is what's interesting. It's like, yeah, you're exposing, but then you still listen. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, it's, it's still number one. That's what I, uh, crazy world. It's and yeah. it's funny. I mean, I, I feel the same way. I, obviously I see the independent artists like struggle and grind with it, but I, I weirdly feel the same way as someone who, uh, I don't know, I guess works vertically of that within music and like trying to do, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. Like I understand your struggle, but I obviously don't have that creative music side to it either where i feel like my art is being compromised because i don't mind right. if i have to compromise and, and do some things for clout because yeah. whatever i don't care <laughs> I, I was I, like yeah you know yeah it is and that's that's let's take music completely out of it i think tiktok is so freaking cool like because it's it gives like small businesses and you know people that create the most like specific like niche thing like yeah my my girlfriend loves these like the slime those slime things that they like <laughs> they like look like a cupcake and then she just like squishes it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she made some, she's like 17. She made some like insane business out of it. And I think that's super cool. But yeah, again, maybe it's just cause my song isn't blown up yet. Who freaking, I know, I know. Uh, well, I'll talk to you in like a month when like you're number one on the viral charts and your opinion will uh, change. You'll be re repping like though. paid TikTok gear. I do yeah. have a paid TikTok hat though. That is, if we're talking clout, that's my biggest achievement. That's freaking, let's um, go. Uh, all right. <laughs> Troy, how did we connect? Was it originally on TikTok or was it? I feel like it, I don't even know. I feel like it was on TikTok. Yes. Cause I don't remember if, I maybe I think I feel like I might have seen one of your videos and it was like a comment, you know, comment if you have a new song or whatever. And I try to comment on all those because I'm like, it takes two seconds. Why not? Yeah. Like, who knows? Um, I don't remember what song I might have commented. It could have been Silver Brain or like, I, no, I definitely know the first song I heard of yours was Salt. And it I was I definitely oh, okay. it was an immediate hook for me. I was a big fan appreciate that thank you um so yeah it must have been tiktok because it i mean i've like it, i've released a lot in the last two years so i feel like it's all kind of like a blur when <laughs> like which song was during you know certain things but 
Yeah, no, I think I think we definitely connected on TikTok. That sounds right. As as after we kind of bash it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I know. Brought us together. All right. So that brings me to my question, though. That being said, so uh, what I want to do with this, too, is talk more about like career, career stuff. Um, so where would you say you are in your career? Are you at like the very beginning are you in the middle? That's a good uh, that's a really good question. That's something I've actually been thinking about more and more like because the interesting thing to me about being an independent artist is that it sort of always feels like you're in the beginning because you're still doing everything yourself. And like, while that I've, I've always loved that and still actually still sort of am like if the right opportunity came to me with a label, then I would, I would for sure consider it. That'd be stupid not to, but um, to me, like uh, I just, I love, I don't know if controlling is the right word, but I love having a say in every single part of the creative process. Like, yeah, down to the visuals like i make most of my own cover art and promo videos and stuff like that which on one hand is awesome because i get to choose it and on the other hand i'm like completely burnt out <laughs> at the same time it's like kind of a, a you know double-edged sword i guess but um all that to say I'd, I'd probably say i'm in the the later beginning of my career if that makes sense like yeah, it's yeah sort yeah. of getting towards the middle ish, but, um, sort of at a ceiling of like the independent part where I'm, where I'm trying to figure out, you know, the best marketing tools and the best way to, to do all that without insane budgets and to make really good videos also without these crazy budgets that, you know, just aren't there right now. Um, but you know, a, a lot of really, really great things happened this past year with like a Twitch partnership and been streaming, you know, my music on there and kind of creating on that and building a, a you know, fan base following through that, which has been a totally different experience that I never really expected to join Twitch truthfully. And then it, you know, it was a, a great deal that I was like, yeah, I'm for sure yeah. going to do that. Um, and so that's been cool. Just a different way to think about it and, and actually writing songs on live, having people in real time react to like, Oh, that's a cool line. Or like, Oh, that melody is great. Or yeah. just this, like that's been super interesting to sort of not like, it's not exactly shaping where things are going, but it's literally like live feedback. And so it's, it's, it's sort of interesting to, yeah. to think what people, you know, respond to and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, with that. And then, you know, got a, got a sync deal, got other things that pretty much all the other things that yeah. aren't label deals that I'm like, all right, now let's just push this like way further and just kind of try, trying to get right over that hump of like, okay, you know, have turning I have a lot of songs that stream pretty equally, like, and, and are slowly growing, but still don't have that one. That's like, Oh, that's that song. It, it, if anything it would be sad song, save me, but still not quite over that. Yeah. Hump. So I'd say I'm like, yeah, I guess in the later stages of the beginning, if <laughs> no, I honestly, I think that is a, a wonderful way to phrase it. Cause I totally understand and I also see what you mean. And I, I, I very much so think, you know, this year or, or whatever, it could be even closer, is kind of when you do take that next step. I'm wondering what do you think you need to actually get as an independent artist? Like what do you think you needed? What resources to like break that next step? Do you think it is label deal, more money? Right. That's a that's a fantastic question. Cause that's I mean that's what I've been thinking about more and more over the past year. Like what it what is it's it's probably not just one thing but there is pro, there is one sector of like to me i'm 
I'm very good at creating and making the things and I'm good with people, but I'm not a good networker. And that's, that's always been my, um, kind of my downfall and living in LA. It's like, you meet a lot of people and it's great, but I have this, I have trouble sometimes like disconnecting from a personal standpoint and just being like, all right, let's, you know, sort of like if there's, there's a fine line in music, which I'm, I know, I'm sure, you know, is like, oh, we're friends, but like, it's also kind of for this and like the, you know, I mean, the the people that you're networking are also networking with other people and everyone's going to hype up, you know, themselves more than they actually are and have an ego, even if they tell you to be like, Oh, reach out to me if, if you need anything. And then you do, they're going to shit talk you. Yeah. It's a, or not respond or like, it's just, yeah, it's a a super weird thing. And I've, that's always been like my weaker point anyway. But so a goal of mine this year is just to like, you know, put myself out there more network a little better from a business standpoint. Um, and I still don't have a manager, which, I would love one, but also like, I'm not, I don't want to force it at the same time. Just Mm -hmm. like, I've talked to a few different artist friends of mine and they're like, just don't, don't force it just to, just to have one. Cause then it, it usually becomes messier than it does helpful. That's a Um, a great point. And also a great piece of advice, I would say. Yeah, it was, it was, that was a few years. It was when I had a session with this, the band Valley, which I'm sure you know, they're freaking. Yeah. They've been on the show before. They're the bad. They're the literal sweetest, like Canadians, just people ever. <laughs> I love them so much. Do you, wrote, um, did you, do you write a song with them or for them? Yes. It's not out yet. Hopefully it will be <laughs> at some point. Okay. I'm not on it. Just, I'm just a writer on it, but um, yeah, it's somewhere in their bank of, you know, they, they have a lot of songs, but um, yeah, I, I probably can't speak much on it, but no, yes, totally there is a song that we've written. Hopefully it comes out. I have honestly no clue, but it's a freaking, I love that song. Um, but it was, yeah, it was Kara from, from Valley who she was, she gave me that advice. Just, um, was like super sweet. Cause I was kind of in the middle. I have, I had like talked to a few people and just didn't know really what the right decision was and yeah. even what to base that decision off of. Cause to me, I was like, I'm like having a manager is someone else to just do things and connect with those people and, you know, hit up music outlets and, and just all that stuff that gets you more exposure. Um, but at the same time, if you're a little lower on their priority list, then it might not be the yeah. best move because then they're just taking a cut of, you know, whatever without maybe not <laughs> that's improving the, the value of things. I don't know. Th- well, that's another but, thing. I feel like people don't understand uh, the management decision from the artist standpoint. It's like you can either go with a friend who has no fucking clue what they're doing, but you can trust them or you can go yeah. with someone who has experience, but you can't necessarily trust them or somewhere in the middle. But it's like there's always some level of sacrifice no matter what you do. And like when uh, granted, like if there isn't, that's great. It's but it is a rare case where like, you know, you have the best decision for your very first manager. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I feel like more of or like more than not, I've heard like the the whole friend thing of like, yeah, it's just my my boy who like came up with me and just he just like hustled for me and like cold emailed people and yeah. did all this stuff that bigger managers or or more like successful ones probably don't do anymore which is like fair but you know that's that's where it kind of just becomes like it's a it's just all dependent on fit um so just definitely waiting for that 
for that fit and excited to play more live shows this year too, which is something I haven't been able to do. I mean, obviously no one's really been able to do it in the last two years or so, but um, even before that I hadn't performed probably like since, since now, probably like three years ago. Wow. Um, just cause I started like reshaping my sound and sort of figuring out like my monthly releases and getting all that kind of structured. And then, as I was sort of scheduling some shows out, COVID happened, which I know that happened to everyone, but I was like, ah. no, no, of course. Um, you definitely yeah, have a right to be upset about one, that. I have one this weekend. I in saw LA. breaking oh. sound. Yeah. So That's I'm super extra special. All right. So tell me about it. What are we, what, what type of process goes into preparing for that? Especially where it's your first performance in like three years. Yeah. So, um, got a band together this one of them is uh, a producer slash friend that i've we met probably three four years ago and um actually hadn't stayed in touch in a couple of years and then we just uh this manager that i had talked to that again that one wasn't a good fit but super great dude um he he started managing this guy jeremy and he was like hey i'll have a session so uh we just made a song and then when the the show opportunity came up i was like hey do you play live by the way because we just kind of vibed and he's such a just a great dude and one of those guys you just want on your team and so i was like hey do you want to play like guitar and then do you know any any drummers or anything and he has a drummer friend uh, who's, who's also great. So it's going to be a fun. Super... Hey dude, that's you networking a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah <laughs> You're getting the true. practice. <laughs> true that. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be pretty high energy, like just super fun show. I'm, it's my first time playing any of these songs live and some of them like something, nothing so good. Like a few, a few songs like that have been out for two ish year, maybe a little less than two years. And like sad song, save me remix, like all those, I just, I still haven't performed them live. And so it's kind of this culmination of like all these songs that have gotten me a little more notoriety and, you know, have done well streaming. Like now I finally get to perform them live Mm and we'll see. It's, (laughs) I think it's going to be super fun, but yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely nice to flex that muscle that you haven't been able to flex in a, a few years are you gonna do you have like rights to record the performance unfortunately no we can't shoot video so that's it's yeah that would have been good i was that was gonna be my piece of advice you got to get that content out there you guys seriously so there will be photos but yeah they actually they let us know like i did told us a couple weeks ago and then they let me know again today they were like no video and i don't actually know the reason but i'm like god dang it okay i I, I, I even went to live stream on twitch because i was like you know what like (laughs) i did a an ep release live on twitch and that was super fun and like 600 something people came into that and it was freaking wild it was way more than expected it was super fun so i would have loved to do that and then have people who aren't in LA be able to watch, but you know, just got a tour at some point, I guess. I know. I know. So well, anyway, when do you think realistically, when do you think you can start like doing your own, your own touring? Would you say you're ready? I, Oh, ready. I'm for sure. ready. It's <laughs> more of a, a matter of getting all those pieces and, yeah. and, you know, being able to sell enough tickets in each, in each city, which I, I know there are a few that we could just definitely have super fun shows at like smaller clubs and pack them out and just have like a, Oh, those are my favorite shows. Anyway, those oh, ones that like everyone's just right there and you're like, oh, my favorite thing. Um, but I mean, I'm hoping the later part of this upcoming year, I'm 
I'm going to kind of dedicate, I have a few releases already planned out for the beginning of this year. Um, one is coming to, in two days. Just reminded myself of that. <laughs> nice. That's going <laughs> to, so that one's going to be fun. That's a collab, correct? It is. Yeah. With, uh, with this Swedish producer, uh, named Nyman, who's super talented. I think he's, um, I think he found me through, uh, these guys bloom and bridge that I've done a few songs with. Um, and yeah, he's, he's super talented. He just sent me this random, like just cold emailed me, sent me this beat. And I was like, this is sick. Like it just wrote it in a day. And it was one of those that for me, I'm pretty like, I'll know if I can write something to it very quickly or not. And that one was like, Oh my God, I love this. Let's just get something for it. That's super interesting. So is that something you get often? Like people just shooting you shooting their shot? Yeah, quite, (laughs) quite a bit in the emails. Um, there's, but I mean, that's how I, that's how I met bloom and bridge who I did questions with and the sad songs remix. And, um, we have a couple, a couple other ones coming with that too. And even, uh, they, it wasn't a collab, but they produced, um, sober brain as well. So that sober brain came from a a beat that bloom and bridge sent me. And I was like, this, it was just super different for them, but exactly where I wanted to, to take my music. And I was like, yes, please let me have this so I can. And I wrote that one pretty quick as well. But, um, yeah, there's, there's quite a few, people that do send um it's mostly like edm artists that send looking for for features and um like writers vocals stuff like that for for their stuff but i mean i'm i'm open to pretty much anything i'm like if i like it let's sure let's yeah. do it i'm again another perk of being independent it's like <laughs> i can just be like yeah Make i want to do this so let's do this <laughs> is there what's like the what do you have planned that's like the most out of out of brand thing like do you have any tracks that you're kind of sitting on that you're like "Eh, it doesn't make sense but i would for sure what does it sound like i'm I'm very curious i love when artists do weird like very they change it up randomly yeah so this one is actually um i think i'd like tweeted about this other day which i barely tweet but um i was just so excited because i this was probably last week. Um, I was doing a Twitch stream. And so this is all like, I have it all recorded me thinking of like hearing the chord to finishing, like writing it basically. But it's sort of a, it's like almost like a really long interlude. It's like, it's three minutes, it's like three thirty or something. And the whole thing is just, it's almost Kanye ish. Not like, <laughs> not like, well, it's literally, I'm like trying to explain it because hearing me say Kanye for my music is like interesting. Um, but just a very, like almost like a rambling freestyle, but not rap freestyle. Like it's melodic, but I, I just did one take and I did not add anything else. I didn't take anything out and it. That pretty much never happens for me. Like where the words actually make sense in one take, the melodies are cool. And it's just not a pop structured song. It's just kind of like a feeling essentially. Um, uh, this sounds awesome. You're, you're hyping it up yeah, greatly. I honestly, I'll send it to you after this. So yeah. I, I'll email it. Um, and I don't want to reveal the name yet. Cause that's going to be the album name and the whole thing. It's it, it was kind of like, I've, I've had, I mean, we've written quite a few songs for what's going to be the album, which is hopefully going to be out this upcoming year i don't want to like put a date on it yet because i want to make sure it's perfect uh, as as it can be but um yeah when i came up with this one i was like oh this is like the anchor to 
the whole album. It's like I'm, I'm already picturing it, like kind of being in the middle um, and sort of being in transition of moods of like there's a certain feeling going up to it and then you hit this point and it's sort of a turning point and that's when the rest of it sort of unfolds do you have this feeling oh sorry i do i just said sorry to myself um (laughs) i'm used to like having other people with me um do you feel this feeling often for songs or is this like a very like is this kind of a new feeling for you like maybe this is the one somehow though it's different maybe like this is the it's one of those that like you know when at least i feel like this with certain albums do you ever have where your favorite song is like the random weird one on the album actually often that's what this that's what this song will be on the album like it's not going to be it's not going to be a single it's not going to be like the i mean hopefully it would be the hit i would love for them all to be a hit (laughs) but um but it's definitely not like a you know verse pre-chorus verse yeah. pre-chorus like it's 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 an odd sort of like whoa okay we're in a different world but to me that's like my favorite thing to do is at least because i still love pop but i also love creating weird ones that are just kind of like oh what is it like it's just rolling with like different feelings and if it feels like it works it works so i'll put it (laughs) no i I definitely understand the vibe that you got with this track I, i think someone who does a really great job um kind of doing something similar is Versace. I don't know if you're familiar. He's been on I've the show. I've heard the name, but actually, I don't think I've listened. He has... He's like crazy. Honestly, he's like a really great producer, and he's finally getting a lot of um, like crossover success. He just produced a track with or for someone um who the fuck was it it was like someone crazy i was like oh my god good for you it was like Dang, like one of those where you're like holy okay wait I, it's actually gonna bug me i need to i because now i don't want to like hype him up and then not give him the credit but it's like I, honestly i think one of the artists passed away that oh my god it was mac miller that's who it was it was oh like a post-mortem mac miller song and i was like damn like that is a great opportunity that is crazy seriously yeah, that's so interesting that's gonna i've i've always been curious about how those plans roll out and yeah. how those conversations go and because it's 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 such a sensitive thing and it's it's super interesting because everyone wants to hear music from mac miller and juice world and people like that forever but it's it's like what's in the bank and yeah how do you decide that's that's all should been super interesting to me but yeah that's yeah, a that's weird crazy. that <laughs> i won't talk about that specific yeah. song but just in general yeah. that is a unique and weird thing it's also weird um you know learning this stuff more formally i'm or formally i'm in uh grad school at berkeley and um i i just took a music law class and there are things in these new contracts one that kind of unrelated but they try to limit the whole taylor swift re-record thing now Mm -hmm. so now it's like you have to wait a hundred years until after you can re-record and they they have death clauses in some of these contracts i mean i will say the death clause isn't as uh large um or as common i would say in in the contracts i've seen but they definitely do have them in in some major major cases that's insane it is weird it's weird that's so weird because i feel like those probably those clauses probably didn't exist like no no because things had to have happened they realized that when an artist dies you can you especially now in the digital age all the content you have of an artist like you can release that for the rest of their life and make money off of it it's freaking bizarre (laughs) even it's music law like i would love to take a music law class i feel like half the people 
more than half the people in music don't even really understand. No, like, dude, and everyone's getting sued. Everyone's <laughs> getting sued, and laws change all the time. And the one, the, my biggest takeaway from it too is that one law can with be withholded in one case, and then you go to another case, and it can be the literal same situation just with different people, and yeah. they'll, they'll it'll go the other way. It's like a very confusing industry, and I, I've been having a lot of uh, like internal conversations with myself too about this like this kind of fucked up (laughs) do i really like do i want to go into a system that's so messy like and why why am i just accepting that and uh, because it's that dream that they sell you on man whether you're the artist or you're behind the scenes seriously it's i have that that's half my struggle with the networking thing too it's it's this this like slimy feeling that i absolutely despise but is also completely necessary (laughs) but i'm like is there some way we can just not have it be like that and just be like people like making music and but it's a business at the end of the day so yeah what are you gonna do amen what would you be doing if you weren't doing music a wonderful question I think it would still be something creative. I'm very, I'm a very creative minded person. That's like most of pretty much all my only skills are <laughs> like creative things. So it works out with the visual, like graphic stuff and graphic design, video editing. Um, but let's, I'll just take creative out. Like what, what could I honestly don't think about this enough. I think it could be cool. Something that, would allow me to travel, I think it'd be cool yeah. and just see new, like experience new places. Cause I really appreciate like different cultures and, and going different places and just having no idea like what you're getting into, but I feel that. Learning, you know, so whatever job that would be, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I, the new job I just accepted, it's a fully, like the company is fully remote. Um, it, and I'm like, I've already booked two vacations. I started like three oh, days dude, ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, but no, I, I totally understand. Like if you have the ability to do something cool, I feel like that's kind of what you're doing with music too. Like y- you have the ability to work, but also like have fun along the way. So like you have the right. ability to work and travel. It's like you're having fun along the way. Exactly. And like any excuse I can get to go somewhere else and get inspired by something like I, I do mean it, but I'm also like, yeah, I could, I could get inspired like in, in here in Hawaii or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but it's kind of just an excuse to like go somewhere else. But I, you know, I used to think that like when artists would say that, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's bullshit. Like, why do you need to get a cabin in the woods to like be creative? No, nope. I totally understand. I totally like, understand that. And it's funny that you say that specifically too, because that, um, for I have a, I have a few already for the for the album, but to like kind of bring everything together and, and finish it off, I really am trying to to do a, like a writing camp in. Awesome. I would love to do like Montana or something because I went there visit visited a buddy for the. Where'd first you time. go in Montana? Bozeman. Okay, I so here's a little fun tidbit about me. I lived in yeah. Montana for a few months. I lived um, not too far, like 45 minutes from Bozeman, but in Montana time, that's like 10. Um, like <laughs> I lived in Big Sky, um, but oh I, yeah, of course. Montana is, I've like beautiful, gorgeous, my the best place I've ever been. Literally, like it is, and it's places like that. Like I'm a I'm a big mountains guy. Mm-hmm. Like I like the city, and I I like being around a lot of things that are happening and social things and stuff. But like, 
more and more as I get like every, every year I get older, I'm like, okay, I could definitely be somewhere else and then just come to LA when I need to. Yeah. Like that is for sure where, where I'm, I'm headed. But, um, but yeah, it's something about just that, all that space in the mountains and the weather and it's, it's quiet and, but it's like, it's so beautiful and vast and just, I don't know, something about that really inspires writing for me. Um, and God, I want to tell you the album title so bad, but I don't want to. I, just, I don't want to reveal anything. Yet. I respect it. But it has. It. it you would. It would definitely make sense with um, when I send it to you. You'll be like, oh, that makes sense makes with sense. this writing camp, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I love writing other places. It's, it's nice every once in a while because even uh, if I lived in like freaking iowa or something like if it's just if you're in one place too long i feel like it's hard to stay inspired yeah because you're in the same kind of kind of loop or cycle or routine whatever it is um but yeah so i do love to switch it up and and go right different places i feel that way in in so many aspects of my life um 2022 what are some definitive goals for you what should maybe potentially these listeners who are now going to follow you what should they be on the lookout for Yes, 2022. Um, I will be releasing a single at least every two months. Nice. Hopefully every month, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to promise too early. But um, yeah, I'm going to be releasing after this single. It's going to start with um, with singles from the album, and have that up until fingers crossed. I'm just going to promise myself right now that it will be out before the end of, of 2022. I almost okay. said next year, but it is now 2022. <laughs> it's it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so an album this year with singles leading up to it, um, a lot of cool visuals as well. Uh, just kind of introducing a completely different world from it's, it's definitely a step forward for my sound and, um, heading a lot more towards the indie pop world, a lot of organic sounds, just really driving feelings. Um, I want to essentially, I can tell you this about what I, what I want the album to feel like is like the perfect road trip album nice with, but with like bangers that you could also kind of <laughs> maybe hear in a club but like it would be a little weird but like dang okay this kind of works or just going out like that kind of thing um but yeah definitely uh, it's it's gonna be uh, like to to me driving and listening to music is the best thing in the world and so i, I was like well i just want to make something like a full body of work that feels perfect for that that's you amazing i mean that's when it. i listen to like you know the music really that's when i really yeah. listen to music um, yeah i don't mean to backtrack but i actually i knew that i wanted to ask you this question um yeah. you have you're unique because you've, you've got a bunch of songs Yes. Um, and a lot of times I'll, I'll talk to these artists. They, they don't have that many songs. Um, right. You've got a bunch of songs. I'm wondering, and, and as you're saying now, like you're kind of recreating um, your sound a little bit and, and your sound grows. Like, do you ever wish that you could erase some of your old songs? Like, do you ever oh grow old? Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> like, yes and no. Because there, I mean, there was like an EP, like I used to essentially how I, long story short, how I really really got into music was like me and my friends started i started writing just in my notes in high school like i i childish gambino is like one of my all-time favorite artists just create donald glover creators just period he's he's like the peak of what i would love to be career-wise um and just his 
fearlessness and creativity is what got me into like he was on community and then i saw he did childish gambino and it was very like wordplay heavy rap and it was clever and witty and i was like oh this is so cool and so i started just writing stuff like that on my notes and then me and my friend made these like really really stupid that will never see the face of the (laughs) internet again ever um but like funny um like parody rap videos essentially oh god everyone had a parody rap face oh my god yeah (laughs) and for what (laughs) it was it was yeah so that was um what kind of that i was like oh this is a way for me to do what i want to do but not really not get made fun of because we're doing it ironically so you can't make fun of us for already making fun of ourselves essentially that kind of thing um but that was really secretly my way to be Mm -hmm. like okay i really want to make music and i i want to get better at it and then so i I released an EP. It was kind of rappy. And and then I took that down because I was like, no, let's not. And <laughs> but it's still like it taught me a lot about releasing and writing and creating a body of work and and that kind of thing. I mean, um, and honestly, like when you make things that you, you realize are bad, not bad, but, you know, not up to your current expectations, you oh can God. see exactly what it is that you, you know, where you went wrong, what you don't want to do anymore so it is it is definitely yeah. like a learning creative experience yeah. as well and that's the thing it's like it, you know be, we all see like photos from facebook from like 2000 yeah where you're like, oh my god why well that's what like, i was comparing we... it to like i feel rude asking you know artists would you erase the song but then i think of like things that i've done i don't know like i, I would absolutely erase i've had oodles of i had a i had so many cringy podcasts like where yeah. i used to be like a frat douche bag college guy i would do anything to burn those and and make make them get off the internet completely so i i definitely um i I can yeah but it's like you know you did those and then you're like oh okay now i know how to do a podcast whether it was the best thing i'll ever do (laughs) now i know how to be a better person (laughs) yeah yeah literally so i'd say probably i'd say since 20 since 2018 i would 2018 and on i would not delete anything for sure um but that's good that i I hear some of them and i'm like okay (laughs) i'm like i got better i got a lot better which is good yeah but we do have this weird like time stamp of when we did things now it's Mm -hmm. it's super weird because the beatles could put out a song and then if they didn't like it for some reason, it just didn't exist pretty much after they removed it from whatever. But for us, it's like, if we put it out there, it's probably somewhere out there unless you, yeah. <laughs> unless you got it early enough or something, but yeah, it's, it is, it is interesting, but no, I, I do, I release all my songs intentionally and I, I, I love all of them. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm also glad each one gets better, you know, mm-hmm. at least that's what I hope and feel like. So that's what I'm hoping with this, this album and it'll be my first album ever. So that's, that's why I'm like, all right, let's, I just want to make like, sure. It's- well, I see, I like when artists to wait for that album, because obviously like, like you said, you had a whole lot of experience, um, like growing and really kind of finding your craft. So to wait for an album, which to me as a listener, I think is like the, the biggest way to, you know, see how an artist defines himself i'm excited that yeah. you know you waited this long to put it out heck yeah well thanks i'm and it's 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 gonna be it's gonna feel like a world and that's as a listener like i have always tried to make music that i would want to listen to and that and present it in a way that i would think is cool to see or you know from the cover to the lyric video to everything yeah to the, obviously the actual sound um 
And so I really want it to feel like something that has been this buildup. And then you're just like, oh my God, it's here. And you can dive into it and feel a lot of different things and hear a lot of different sounds. And it's not just going to be one album with a bunch of like, <clears throat> excuse me, like it's not going to be one album with just a bunch of sort of songs that you feel like they just threw together mm -hmm. like pieced together that were all individually good songs but might not work for for a full like body of work so i just wanted to be something you can start at the beginning listen through to the end and and get it and feel it or maybe not get it the first time and then listen like two or three more times because i feel like couple go that's kind of important but like how casey musgraves does that so well 21 pilots like those are two artists that album wise i will i will listen to them start to finish every single time because it's you know everything is intentional and it connects a certain way yeah Ugh, did you see that, that adele um basically like made spotify change that when you yes, hit yes it doesn't shuffle the album it just plays from yeah. track one which i i can tell you i if i ever listen to an album i'm always going start to end because a lot of people do are like are intentional about it not everyone isn't um and even right. if like you don't even know they are and i actually have a hard time listening to albums where it doesn't flow correctly where i'm like why wouldn't you have put that one at the end like it's yeah. you're saying goodbye because then it feels like a <laughs> compilation or something yeah like, yeah it's kind it's of cool confusing. but like <laughs> i don't know all right well hey thank you so much this is awesome i'm so glad we finally no, got to connect appreciate it and i appreciate you having me on this is super fun that was such a great conversation that I had with Troy. I literally felt like I was talking to a friend. So for real, go check him out. Follow him on social. It's at Troy Ogletree. And before I go, I got to give another special shout out to Playlister Club for sponsoring this episode. If you're an independent artist and you're looking for additional exposure, seriously consider checking them out. I definitely recommend their services. And again, something I really like about this company is the playing field is leveled. That's all for me. If you want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram. It's at Brendan Genetti or at me you're missing and of course go follow the music you're missing in a spotify playlist that is all for me thanks for tuning in see you next time we should get a on the south side